Hello and welcome to Hot Takes, a story screen podcast. Uh, Hot Takes is a podcast where we go see a movie and then we hotly, right off that movie, talk about it. My name is Robert Anderson. I'm here joined by Jack Kolejewski. Jack, what movie did we see? We saw John Wick 2. And, uh, Sorry, John Wick Chapter, chapter two. 2, which I think is actually pretty important to yeah, talk about. Definitely. As per usual, I kind of want to bring up how we had to drive back from the movie here, and it was like holding in just the biggest shit. Yep. Awkward silence in the car. So awkward. Uh, we were ready to talk about this movie. I'm so ready. I'm trying to think about like where to begin. What would you think? I loved it. I fucking loved it. I think that movie was awesome. I guess we'll start off saying both of us, I think, are pretty big fans of the first movie. Uh, I mean, how many times have you seen it? Like today? <laughs> Is I, that, did you actually watch it today? Though? I did not watch it today. Oh, okay. I watched it what, last impressed. week, I think. I think you did watch yeah, it last week. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. that. I think I've, I've seen, seen it like four times now. I've seen it within the past month, but I've seen it before as well. I think I've seen it three times. Although, at a certain point during the movie, I was trying to remember the first time I saw John Wick. Mm-hmm. I do not remember the first time I saw John Wick. I've just sort of always... It's like it's always been there. I always remember the second there. time I saw John Wick. The first time I cannot remember. Well, the first time I saw John Wick, I was uh, with my uh, now ex-girlfriend, but we... So we're watching the movie, and we both we both knew about the dog scene. Right. Right? And uh, she was just bawling at the beginning of oh, the movie. Yeah. So I mean, I'll never forget. I was, you know, I was definitely upset about it, too. So I think... So when I think about the first John Wick... Mm-hmm. John Wick, of course, being a movie starring Keanu Reeves. Yes. Where he is um, a retired assassin in this world of assassination, mm-hmm. basically, um, who is mistakenly wronged in the first movie by, uh, um, what's his name from Game of Thrones? Oh, I don't know his name. Reek. But you don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't watch Game of Thrones. But This keeps coming up. <laughs> it does keep coming up. Uh, basically, his dog is killed right after his wife dies. Yes. Double whammy. And he fucking kills everyone. Just murders everybody. everyone. And the thing I like so much about the first John Wick is how simple simple it is. Yes, it's pure. And, it, and as as an action movie, like they could have shot his wife, mm-hmm. and you would not be as thirsty for vengeance as you are watching that puppy die. Oh yeah. And that is something that, like, in the first movie, it's so such a pure setup, mm-hmm. and it's so. Like very breezy in its pacing and and so fast and pure in the action that follows it. Yes, that it is focused. It is focused, and I do think. And what's cool about like, what's cool? It's very sad. But like when the puppy dies in the beginning of the movie, it very much so validates the violence. Right. You which watch is that, awesome. You watch but... that puppy die, and you're like, all right, let's go kill I'm, everyone. I'm down. Everyone needs to die now. Anyone yes. who is even like remotely associated with this person done is dead it's which over. is actually a pretty good uh way for the movie to open I yes thought. and uh just even before we get into john wick chapter two i really like that it feels like a chapter two it does it doesn't feel like a sequel as much as a kind of continuation of like the john wick lore and like that first movie it's interesting you say that because I, I personally i feel like it definitely does very much feel like a sequel in that Riding off of that very like pure focus sort of mm-hmm. uh, movie that the first one is, they they very much flesh it out in yes. John Wick two in a lot of ways, and it sort of loses that that precision that the first movie has. There's definitely some convoluted 
plot points it's not into... I, I wouldn't go so far as to say I, I thought it was convoluted but it definitely just does not seem quite as um it's the first movie is just it's so perfect it's, pure, in it's, it's setup pure, pure is such a good way yeah. to describe and it yeah. in the second one they involve a lot more i mean they, they just open it up and, yeah and it's it's interesting in the way that they open it up because you can't really do a follow-up to john wick and make it just as pure you so i guess it's, that's where i i'm like I, I mean i was very very excited going in yes. for this movie i had astronomically high expectations mm-hmm. and i think going in um Maybe the first third of the movie, I was like, oh no, is this not going to be as good? Is this not going to be my astronomically high expectations? Which Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did not feel that way for the entirety of the movie. I no. Yeah. I mean, I like the first third of the movie. I do think like it's, there's a lot of mimic beats from the first yeah. movie. I mean, I mean, even like when you, when you're at that, like. And just, you know, before we go any further, I think we're going to get into some spoilery territory. I mean, we're not going to... We'll probably not walk through, like, beat by beat. No. But, you know, we're if you want to go it. in without any sort of, like... Yeah. Any sort of idea of what's going on in this movie, just go see it and yeah. then listen to this. I mean, I don't know why. It just, you should just... You should see the movie. You should definitely it's see it. It's so good. It's so good. It's great. Definitely. Um... What were you saying? Uh, oh, well, we were talking about the similar beats of the movie, right? Well, I mean, yeah. it, oh, going in like everybody associated with this with this person that wronged John Wick needs yes. to die. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was pretty awesome how Peter Stormare is the first, like, yeah. is is the cousin of the guy who's now like yeah. shouldered with this uh, with this responsibility. Now um, he knows that John Wick is coming for him because he has the car that was mm-hmm. stolen in the first movie. That was a pretty good. It almost seems like self parody, sort of, in the first. Yeah. Like, like at first, mm-hmm. like it opens with what I felt like a lot of kind of self parody, um, and goes straight into the action with John Wick. Yes, that first, you know, ten minutes of the movie is you know very much where John Wick one, the beginning of the the first. Act, eh, I wouldn't say the first act, but like the beginning of the movie is very plodding and slow, and you're really like tearing well, down John Wick. Like you're kind of. Like, that's tearing him down, but like you're setting up his validation for the rest of the movie. His wife is dead. His dog gets, or he gets a connection to this dog, and the dog dies. Like it's not as that movie doesn't open with action. Well, yeah, there's not action until the till the first like maybe I don't know twenty minutes into the Almost, first yeah. John Wick. But I think in that in the first movie it accomplishes a lot of story setup mm-hmm. very quickly and without really like without being very explicit about about you know building that sort of story it just sort right. of shows you what's going on in a very quick and that's again i love the pacing of the first john wick and i feel like this definitely feels like it's paced like a sequel yes i mean i think they knew what really worked about john wick uh uno chapter mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. um and they're trying to like kind of follow that success with john wick too which i do think is you know it's a smart move i think what really uh kind of solidified how I felt about, like, the matching of beats. Besides just, like, you know, a knock on the door and someone coming to the house and, like, those kind of things and right. getting back the car was the uh, kind of, like, mid-act rave scene. Yes. Which is, like, almost exactly oh, like sure. that scene yeah. from the I first movie. I was like, movie. oh, okay, we're at a rave so we're again. Do- I, was like, I was like, oh, yeah, we are in, like, the second act of the movie. We are getting there. Cool. With uh, <laughs> the, the com- combo, like, Evanescence slash 
uh, fucking... What did you say? You said this during the movie and it was hilarious. I did say it. Yeah. And now I'm going to botch the joke because <laughs> now I'm on the spot. Oh, Evanescence cross Sigur Ross, like some dude with a, a bow and then I some loved, Italian lady like I crooning. I loved it. It was, it <laughs> was pretty cool. good. That was a cool set piece though. I mean, the, th- the cool thing about John Wick 2 is that it's just bigger in story scope. Pretty much every way. Every way, it's just a bigger movie, which like it makes that makes sense. All the recognizable faces from the first movie is back, mm-hmm. are back. John Leguizamo. Yep. Uh, what's the? Do you know that actor's name from the hotel? I, I don't. I love him though. He's, He's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all the hotel characters. I mean, I do really like the lore expansion of this movie. Well, part of what I thought was so good about the first movie is that they established this sort of like yeah. secret cloak Assassin-y. and dagger. Yeah, and they, gentlemen's assassins. They really f- focus on that a lot in John Wick two and expand yeah. that. And in the in the John Wick one, chapter one, I guess. Yeah, he is. He more or less outmatches the the entire Russian <clears throat> gangsters that he's up against. Like, yeah, they're fucked they compared know, to him. Yeah, they yeah. all know they're fucked basically mm-hmm. from the moment you know he picks up the phone call. Yeah, and he goes, oh. Oh shit! Yeah, like yeah. you know, like oh, John Wick. Yeah, Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Like it, you mm. know, just he's just gonna annihilate yeah. everyone. And in this case, he is now in this world of assassins, mm-hmm. where he is somewhat more at, meets his match. I he meets say. his match a few times in the movie. Yeah, and I think in the um, in the first movie, like I think the only person who really gives him a run for his money is, like, the main Russian mobster at the end of the movie. But at that point, he's, like, but in a really, weakened like, state. At that point, John Wick has killed 84 people. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, he's fighting yeah. this old dude. And the, they box a little bit, but I think it's professional yeah. courtesy, if you will. Um, oh, did we just lose the podcast? That's the question. Not. We can cut this out. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. All right. That's fine. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> And I think that that's sort of the motivation that changes in mm-hmm. John Wick 2. And I think it's something that I, I realized maybe a third of the way through. Like, what what I thought of, uh, at first was sort of turning me off was, like, he's so singularly focused in the first chapter. Yeah. He is so pissed that yes. they killed his dog and took his car and he kills everyone. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, he does he's done. He doesn't want to... Yeah. He doesn't want to, he he doesn't want anything to do with this anymore. He just wants to go home with his new dog and chill. Yeah. In comes the new Italian mobster. Yes. Who now has this debt to be paid. The the marker, the right. marker in this movie is like a blood pact that, Right. Uh, more like, yeah. you know, secret secret assassiny yeah, exactly. Um which is it's cool. I I do like that aspect of it. I do not think it's like it's just, it, there's nothing as strong of getting John Wick back into the game as the murder of his dog and the taking of his car. Right, but I think that's why this works, is yeah. that it's a different tone to the entire movie. Yes. In in the case of the first movie, like, John Wick, he's in it. He yeah. is he is emotionally invested in murking every single one of these right. fools. Whereas in this, he's like... He's reluctant yeah. and sloppier. Yes. Um, at, to, to, to begin with. And I think that's where mm-hmm. it sort of, like, kicks in... Uh, yeah. Pretty much at that rave scene where is where the action really like kicks off because he he you know the his like mark that is like basically forced upon him gets killed pretty early in the movie. Yes, so that was a weird scene. That was such a weird scene. Yeah, um, I guess it makes sense. I'm not gonna say it doesn't make sense. Um, should we go into what happens in that scene? Or well, I mean, yeah, he goes so, after yeah. this this Italian so mobster the... who is the sister of the guy that sent him off. Yes, he wants her killed. 
This the guy who he has the blood pact with wants his sister killed because she holds a seat in the regime of the assassin right order. so it's all just building more of this like actual structure of this right. sort of assassin world which mm-hmm. is cool like all which the is world cool. building for that stuff is cool you know i do think that there are just so many assassins in this world more so than there could ever be targets pretty much for them <laughs> pretty much if you do not have a smartphone if you got one of those little like flippy clicky you are a phones, cold bloody assassin <laughs> Watch out. Yes. Like, don't trust anybody that... The no. message of John Wick Chapter 2 is do not trust anybody that does that not... That guy has a Motorola Razor. Uh-huh. He will murder He's you. He's gonna fucking Done. kill you for money. Easy. He has an iPhone. He's Trump. Or Easy. just a regular dude. All right. I mean, regular dudes are chumps. We're chumps. Yeah, we're chumps. We're chumps. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it It definitely... Once it kicks... Once the action sort of kicks off... Yeah. You're in it. And that's, I think, the strength of this movie is continuing to sort of build on that the initial like very mm-hmm. subtle because like they they only sort of hinted here and there in the first movie with, which works to its benefit yeah yeah it's that very they don't subtle. go too hard into the yeah, world building definitely they give you the seeds of it but they use this it is a i think a good it feels like the middle chapter in a trilogy for yeah. sure because the movie does end setting up a third movie oh, whereas absolutely. the second one doesn't necessarily set up a second i mean it did set up a second movie but like the first chapter yeah chapter one. Oh yeah yeah it could have been self-contained definitely yeah but i think they were successful and they and decided they, let's make it bigger and now that and they're now on the know. second one yeah they're they're in it for the long haul definitely. probably at least one more movie and i would say a trilogy would be yeah i mean i think it's smart to go with like chap instead of calling it john wick 2 john wick chapter 2 mm-hmm. kind of gives them a little bit more leeway whereas they like Listen, if we want to do John Wick Chapter 4, we can. We can. Yeah. They probably should not. No. I think a third... It seems, so, like, you know, this movie has a really bit... And I did. I personally didn't see it coming, and I think it's a very, like, strong way to do, like, kind of the second half of the movie, where it's John Wick on the run. Yeah. Which John is Wick, awesome. John Wick versus the world. John Wick versus the world. So, after... Um, <laughs> okay, let's talk about this, like, when he actually gets to the sister of the Italian mobster. Right. So he goes in there and she's just like, oh, you're fucking here to kill me. And he's just like, yeah, I am. I mean, John Wick doesn't just show up at your party in Italy to say hi. No, absolutely not. So she's just like, she's like, all right, sick. So she starts like, they're in this like weird sauna room in this like uh, catacomb area. That is also where the rave is. Yeah. It's in Rome. Most of Rome is like that, I'm sure. Is that, it's just raves I've never been, but I I assume. We'd assume so. I'd assume so. So she's in this room. She's, um... So John Wick's just like, yeah, like, you know... Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Because he explains, like, your brother and I have a mark. You know... She pretty much knew once he showed up. He didn't really have to say much. So, you know, she undresses completely uh-huh. and like you and i were just like stop stop, stop no no stop. come on please we don't nah, need this fine because i thought some like weird sexy shit was gonna happen i was like not in john wick there's no pl- there's not no room john. for it in john for no john has no business with she even says to him what do you think your wife would think of this and yeah he, i don't even think he replies <laughs> he just, anything. i don't he's a man of few words that john um yes. which is good in this case because oh, yeah. most of the lines that keanu delivers not the sharpest. John Wick is a perfect character uh-huh. for Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And I, I think we could just leave it at He's that. He's very, very graceful at shooting people in the head. Fantastic. Shooting people in the chest twice and then the face. Yeah. Not so great at actually speaking. No. So anyway, so... So then she undresses and uh, the, like, things that are holding her hair up in a bun are also knives. 
Right. Um, assassins. Then, assassins. Sure. So she steps into the sauna pool and she slits her wrists and she's just like, you know, if I'm going to die, I want to do it my way. And then she dies and John looks like holding her hand. It's a very like tender moment, I guess. Right. And then he shoots <laughs> her in the head. Shoots her in the head. She's yeah. dead. Homegirl is dead. And I'm assuming like maybe it's so he's, like. He's like, it's kind of my thing. It's kind of like, well, I think he didn't shoot that gun yet. So he had to see right. if it he, he got this fan. Yeah, there was yeah. this. Which is a really good montage. Oh my god, the, the three intercutted scenes right. is so good. The montage of him preparing to do this assassination mm. is choice. So good. It's so good. It's intercutted of him, you know, so we go, it, what's funny is, so, uh, like in the first movie there's like the hotel that the assassins stay at. So when he goes to Rome, it's almost like an identical Pretty mirror much. image of yeah. it. Like even like um, the guy bon who runs now. it. Buongiorno. Uh, even the guy who runs it kind of looks like the other guy yeah. in the American Hotel. It's just really funny. But a ponytail because he's but Italian. But he has a ponytail because he's Italian. Right. Italian boy. So, uh, yeah, so it's a montage between him getting new guns, getting his, like, Kevlar, suit. very nice Gucci yeah. suit. Versace. <laughs> it's <just> fantastic. <laughs> and then uh, this, you know, kind of nerd showing him the catacombs. Right. I shouldn't call him a nerd. I'm a nerd. But I'm I would be, the, if I was cats in the movie, I would also be the catacomb right, yeah. showing guy. Yeah. It's fine. So... Yeah, so she, so she like, slits her wrists and then he shoots her in the head. Um, but then, like, you know, that catacomb scene is awesome. And then, obviously, like, he's betrayed by the guy who sent him on this mark. Right. Because he's just like, well, I mean, I did ask you to kill my sister, but, like, you did it. And I'm kind of like, well, I gotta kill I you. I mean, he probably puts the hit out because he knows that John's going to come. There's After a very good now. chance that John is going to be not so happy that he forced him back into mm. this world of assassination. Yeah, so I guess it's kind of a wise decision to try and kill him. But we yeah, know. pretty much the rest of the movie, it's John versus the rest of the world, yeah. which is cool because it's it's cool to see him after the first movie where he is an unstoppable, unstoppable yeah, omnipotent like mm. killing Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga, he's the man you you send to kill yeah. the fucking boogeyman. Yes, um, it's cool to see him like not be be a little bit vulnerable in this Absolutely. movie, and like I said, like. A little bit more clumsy and it lends to sort of like the sequel pacing where it's not quite as sharp and focused and pure yeah like he's on the run he is being attacked from all sides which also lends itself to some pretty awesome scenes oh man the action has not gotten any less awesome in this movie it, it is so the, good at the same time still playful especially yeah. with the way that it kind of intertwines into this world of assassins mm-hmm. where you have him and common Chasing each other down, falling down pretty much all the stairs. Every in Italy. single stairway in Italy, they fall down in this uh-huh. one fight scene. That fight scene is fantastic though, because that I think that's the first one that I that you see in either John Wick movie where he is fighting someone that is like kind of his equal. Right, he someone who actually stands a chance against yeah, like him. kicking John Wick's ass, yeah. and like they they do. Yeah, they're pretty well matched. And I then would say. midway through their fight scene, it's like they stumble into the hotel, which hotel. you cannot kill. There's no business. To There's be no con- business in conducted the hotel. on the continental grounds. No. So they just have a drink, and it's very cordial, and it's just like, you know, they just like, like, smash cut to, at the hotel bar, they remember each other's drinks, because they obviously have done business together right. before. Right, John Wick knows every single person personally mm-hmm. in this world. And it's so funny that, like, by creating this, like, arbitrary rule, man, it's not arbitrary, but this rule that, like, there's no business conducted in the hotel, so he gets to, like, interact with all of these people who are his enemies in such a playful fun manner right it's just it's so just it's a very smart decision yeah and that's that's a carryover from the first movie where Mm -hmm. it's 
it's sort of this professional kind of world, but they're all assassins. All they all murders. know each other. They all sort of work together, but mm-hmm. at the same time, they have this professional understanding that yeah. like our business is killing people. So I'm surprised that the seven million dollar hit put on him was enough to entice everyone. Seven million that much money. They have gold doubloons as that, their currency. But I I do really like that. Like, oh, you want a fancy ass Versace suit with Kevlar on it? That'll be three coins. You want, like, all these guns? <laughs> three coins. You want a bourbon? One coin. Yeah, it's just like the scale of money does not yeah, it's actually not really, make It doesn't make sense. a lot of sense. No, not at all. Um, but I think maybe the point is that they don't actually give a shit about money. I think it's more, I think it's because the, the money holds weight, but not in, like, a numerical amount. You kind of know what I'm saying? Where it's like... I don't, I don't strike uh, John Wick as a, a numbers guy. Really. No. Um, he doesn't care how many people he kills. He cares no. about the one. He counts his bullets. That's true. That was cool. <laughs> it was also kind of funny. They're like, oh yeah, this gun has seven bullets. He uses it immediately. Yeah. And those seven bullets scene. are gone. They're, yeah. they're, they're not wasted. They but... are not wasted. No. I mean, John Wick don't miss. Except I, for those few times he missed. But I think that's part of what I really appreciate about the first movie, and they carry it over in this movie, is... It's not the kind of action movie where bullets are just thrown around like yeah. candy and there's, you know, you have a handgun with a hundred round clip in it magically. Right. He runs out of bullets. He, runs he out has bullets. to take other dudes' he guns. He reloads. Yeah. There are scenes again where he, he shoots some people, pauses to reload while he's got somebody in like an arm bar. Oh, yeah. And then shoots that, that guy in the head constantly. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The I mean, you know, this movie, I do think... Um, you know, I didn't have too many hesitations going to the movie, like, wondering, I'm like, is it going to be good? Like, because I was hearing good things in the reviews. Um, did you have any kind of, like, big... You kind of mentioned that you were, like, in the first act, you weren't really sure. Yeah, I mean, about it. I mean, like I said, it, it what I appreciate so much about the movie mm-hmm. is how well-paced it is and how yes. how simple and effective it is at just being a pure, pure setup, pure action right. with a singular focus and... I knew going in that, you know, with a sequel, there'd be a lot more new characters and it would be, you know, this bigger ordeal. And I was somewhat worried about that kind of sequelitis that a lot of movies like run into, Mm -hmm. especially action movies. Definitely. um, Where you try to make it bigger and you lose sort of the, the, what made the first movie so fresh. Yeah. Um, But once I kind of got over that sort of initial hurdle of like, this is just a differently paced movie Mm -hmm. um, with sort of a different tone. It yeah. was. A, I definitely enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think it, especially, I would say it really kicked in for me once he had that fight scene with Common. Um, that's that fight scene is so it's cool. Good. It's so cool. And then when they continue it, and my favorite favorite scene of the entire movie is when he and Common are running through the Path Station, which, by the way, is not the Path Station. I, right. I, I've ridden the Path. Quite a bit in my I life. Haven't. I have not been to every path station stop in my life, but either this movie takes place 50 years in the future where yeah. somehow New Jersey Transit has gotten its act together and made like a nice ass clean looking path station. Yeah. Or it just takes place in, uh, you know. Fake New York. Fake New York. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is actually the... There's no path station that looks... No. If you're a listener and I'm wrong, please write in and let me know what stop that is because I would like to go to it because it looked nice. I would eat off the floors at that place. It looked it nice. Was gorgeous. There is not, not a path station I've experienced that looks like that. Nice anyway, trains podcast coming soon. Uh-huh. I digress. Um, when they're just kind of like 
quietly walking um, oh apart God, from each other, so and Common is up on the catwalk, and John is down on the so on the floor. And they have and their like just, silence pistols. They're so. just trading rounds, like staring, mean mugging each other, trading <laughs> rounds with the silence pistol, yeah. and no one else in the subway station gives a fuck. No. Which maybe that's just you know New York. Maybe they're all yeah. That's, that's what I said during the movie. I was like, oh, they're New Yorkers. Yeah, you know, they, they, this happens every. Shit. This I happens mean, every day. Even when the fight spills onto the train itself, the people on the train are like, don't get involved. There's don't get yeah. Involved. There's just one like, dude who stands up. I'm like, I'm like, what are you? Gonna yeah, do, what are you dude? gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the movie. I you know. I think. I think why this the like chapter two. I think like. I think why we really enjoyed it so much, or I think like the the big kind of thematic question that carried over from the first movie that they really kind of like opened up in this is just will John Wick ever find peace? And you leave this movie, that question's still there. And I think that's like really like probably one of the like one of the most important thematic questions of the series. I yeah, I mean I I think that they make they make that answer pretty clear. Yeah. That he can't. From the get-go, mm. you know, and then they even say it in the first movie, you know, once you get back into this, that's it. You're yeah. back in and you're not getting out again. Um, yeah. And it's interesting sort of as a, like, a, not to dive too deep into John Wick, but I, I think that's, that's part of the reason that these movies are so appealing because they are... There's depth. There is a good amount of yeah. um, finesse to them. For sure. Um, and there's character to finesse where John is reluctant to do mm-hmm. this. He does not want to be a part of this anymore. Yeah. But pretty much no matter what he does. And probably rational to say that after you kill like 84 people in the first movie. And I don't even, I did a lost count in this one. But let's say a lot. I'm going to say it's not, I'm going to say the first movie is more than 84. No, no. I'm, oh, is that actually like a fact? Yeah. 84 mm-hmm. people? Yeah. It seemed like more. Yeah, there's pretty good infographics out there of like. John Wick body in count. In this scene, he had a 98% accuracy. <laughs> he got 19 headshots. And, but anyway. That's awesome. I'm sure somebody's either working on that right now for the second movie or has already done so but um but yeah i mean he's not getting out of this no and whenever they make a third john wick i'm going to guess I'm assuming next two years the only way yeah. out is you know him going down yeah for sure that's what it seems like i mean it would make sense for his last chapter to say like for example if chapter three is the last chapter that uh you know, the movie, like, his finding peace has to be through his own demise. Yeah, I mean, unless, short of him getting on a rocket ship and going to Mars, yes. they've already proven at the end of this movie that just about everybody on the planet, including the flash mob that's at the uh, water fountain in Central yeah. Park, and every all... And every homeless person in New York City. Right, every home... Everyone's an assassin. Right, which, actually, we still haven't talked about. Oh, that's... Fishburne. That was awesome. That was pretty cool. That was cool. I myself am a big fan of the Matrix. Matrix One is good. The Matrix One is good. Yes, we could do a whole podcast on the Matrix Two and Three. I'm somewhat like. Are you? Are you a three? Are you a three defender? Not, or? not as much three, but You're I will two defend two for sure. Two is not as bad. People really give that movie shit. I like it. It's cool. Yeah, it's. I cool. like that big. Op- they again, that movie really opens shit up. At this. Yeah, yeah. I am a sucker for that. Like really heady, heady sci-fi. Pretty much stupid, stupidly heady philosophy that's in that movie. Yeah. Um, but that's another, that's, that's a, a discussion for another day. Yeah, we could talk about um, that for a long time. Yeah, him running into Lawrence Fishburne. I mean, like, do you, do you think that scene was necessary, though? It was cool. Oh, for sure not. No. Could Definitely totally not. totally gotten cut down. No like, way. Totally. Uh, but, I mean, it's... It's fun. The people making this movie know what you're, you yes, are looking for. for and sure. they deliver it, I would say, 
very well. <laughs> I do not think that this movie has the same expertise to it that the first one does. And that's probably just a symptom of it being this bigger sequel and yeah. having just, you know, it's paced differently. I, you, you couldn't have the same laser focus because John Wick already lost everything. Right. And you, you just can't, can't you can't do another movie that's John Wick that is just the same thing again. Yes. Um, that was sort of lightning in a bottle. In a bottle, but I, mm-hmm. I do feel like for taking it the next step forward, they did a, I, a really excellent. I think job. this is the best possible continuation of that movie that we could have gotten. Yeah, I do think like you know if you were just like like this is the best like if there ever could be a, if there's a million alternate dimensions with a million different John Wick twos, we got the best one. This is the best one, I think. Probably, you know? probably damn near close. At yeah, least. it's very, it's a very good flick. Yeah, really dug it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, if you're at this point in the podcast, we've gone very deep into this plot specifics, but if you still haven't seen it... Go see it. If you still haven't seen the first John Wick, what are you even doing? Oh my god, you're a savage. Yeah, you if should you, see that movie. If you saw Triple X and have hesitations about seeing this movie... No, I feel like you could have listened to the Triple X podcast having never seen Triple X oh, and yeah, never intending sure. to see Triple yeah. X, but... That would be good. This one you should... Yeah, it will be... You should see this movie. Yeah. I mean, if you're in this deep, you, you have. Yeah. I just, Hopefully. I'd assume. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, if that's assuming anyone's listening at all. Yeah. But. So I think. Uh, closing you know, thoughts. Closing thoughts. Let me let me just run this by you. Let's like uh, let's talk about John Wick three because we're gonna get one. What what the uh, what's like some what's like your wish list of like kind of plot specifics in that? Do we I do mean, a time jump? Do we go right into it? I think you have to sort of go right into it. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I, I thought that was well handled in this movie where yes. it kind of takes place right after the first seems, chapter. Seems to be. I mean, he got a dog and his scars healed in the meantime, but that, you know. Well, he got the dog at the end of the first movie. Oh, he did? He did. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, got, he got right into it. Yeah, they, pretty, they don't really skip anything from the first movie to the yeah. second, and I don't think they would do that for the third. Mm. But, I mean... You're already seeing John Wick on the run in the second one. Yeah. For me personally, I could see it being more of a self, like a more introspective mm-hmm. John Wick 3. I mean, he's definitely going to shoot people in the head. That's for sure. For sure. Um, but they even sort of hinted at that, like, kind of heavy handedly with the whole, like, uh, mirror funhouse scene that at the end. That scene was so cool. Which was a very cool... Ama- you know, we've seen a million different, like, the the end of the movie, there's a funhouse mirror fight scene. Right. The guest does it. Happens in Dark Knight Returns, comic mm-hmm. book and cartoon. Um, Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon, which I haven't seen, and I believe you. Holy shit, Robbie, we have work to do. <sighs> get, I have to do all the Fast and the Furious first. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, I really, you know, I just... Uh, so you know what scene really stood out to me in John Wick 2? Uh, the scene where he gets his box from like the assassin bank, right? With his with like some spare coins, a gun, and a suit in it. He opens it up. He holds his suit in his hand, and he just screams. Yeah, he's he pissed. Doesn't want to be in the game. No, anymore. he is over this. And I think in John Wick, you know, we kind of talked about how like we, you know, Keanu doesn't say much in these movies, and we kind of enjoy that about them. But I do think in John Wick three, like I want to know. And maybe they won't give it to they won't give us this because like it's actually a smart decision not to, but I just as an audience member want this. It's I wanna hear him talk more. I wanna know more of like what's going on in his head. Yeah. And I think like maybe like, you know, 
does he i want to know because like the the question of does he actually miss it is never fully answered right and i think that like that's something that's on my wish list for john Wick three sure yeah is he actually as does he miss it the main villain um accuses him yeah. of being addicted to the sort of thrill mm-hmm. of murder um which clearly he's good at it but does he actually want to be a part of it yes um is he more than just baba yaga baba yaga or is he actually yeah so yeah. i would really like to see like more of a human sort of reflection in mm-hmm. john wick 3 because they've definitely it's it's not like it was lacking in the first movie and the second one but no. i could i could see like again he's gonna shoot people in the head in the third and one that's why we're going there that's well, what we're doing we've seen him yeah. shoot a lot of people in the head now and mm-hmm. by the end of the second one even it's sort of starting to lose its luster a little bit when he like puts a dude in his leg lock and flips him over yeah and i was it. like okay another leg lock and then yeah. he shoots the guy in the he leg locks the one guy shoots, shoots another guy else. reloads kills that guy yep. moves on yeah and it's yes it's awesome every time but i also agree like towards the end of the movie like it's almost too good of a, it's almost too much pizza yeah well I he's a pizza yeah but well you have too much pizza that's true you know i'm always down to eat pizza but no sometimes regrets. you get you sometimes you get tummy ache. No regrets. Tummy no ache and all. Tummy no ache and all. No regrets. Love this movie. I do. I want to see John Wick three flip the script a little bit because yeah. I think this is a natural progression of John Wick one. Definitely. And I think John Wick three needs to give us a, something a little new. Yeah, definitely. Still give us some killer headshots. There's yeah. Okay. There will be headshots there for sure. There will be headshots. There will Count be, on that. There will be blood. Mm-hmm. That's the name of a movie. I think Ruby Rose is going to come back in the third one. I really hope so. Think so. We didn't talk about her at all. Ruby Rose? Is she, is, she the, Rose? is she the... Is she the miming? She's the... Yeah. She's uh, sick. Assumingly deaf assassin? Is she? Or mute? I'm not really I, sure. I think she's mute. I feel I, like she can hear. Pro- I think it would be pretty hard to be an assassin that can't hear, but she only communicates through... Sign language. Sign language. Her and John Wick's sign language talks are... Oh my god. I got... John keep, Wick knows every language. Every language knows a man. Uh-huh. Um, and they and like I also just like shout out to the way they do like captions. Right. In this movie. Those are still good. They still yeah, they do that in the first one, and it's still just like so killer the way they do it in this Very movie. Very reminiscent to Man on Fire. Have you ever seen that movie? I saw it once, but you're Denzel right. Washington. That's totally yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Very no good. one has really copped that since then, so good on them for realizing. I think it's something that could have came across really cheesy, but the way they like just like match it, like beat for a sentence and like you know, this this movie's so good. It's very good. I'm very, very, it's very, very good. good. I will definitely watch it again. Like I said, I think I've seen the first one four times. I now. might watch the first one tonight. <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, watch it t- twice in a row. Yeah, go nuts, go insane. And you should too if you haven't seen it and you're out there listening. Jack, anything else you want to say before we? Uh, no, I think that's. Wrap I it think up? we pretty much got our thoughts out there. Yeah, I think you know. So closing thoughts: We fucking liked it. We like this movie. I definitely um, like this movie better than Triple X. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess now now we can start doing podcasts about movies that we really like instead of what's Triple next. Is what's coming up next? Um, uh, Cure for Wellness comes out next week. Cure for Although, Wellness, which I'm, I'm a little hesitant on. It looks really interesting, it but it's not looks interesting. Yeah, it's not exactly. It might resonate. The response with us so far has not been not been positive, positive, or not overwhelmingly positive for Definitely sure. Definitely not. Um, so maybe that. Maybe I mean Logan probably in the pipeline. Sure, there's a lot of stuff coming out in March. March is going to be wild. There were a lot of trailers before this movie. Oh, boy. Holy crap. Yeah. We have to be... Is, when does when does Fast A come out? Not April. March. April? April. Mm-hmm. Wow, we got to start really nailing gotta down these. Got to start uh, taking a quarter mile at a time, I think. Quarter mile at a time. All right, so speaking of quarter mile at a time, storyscreen.com has a ton of podcasts that we've been working on, all on there. We got some by 
Jack and I, uh, Birch and Samper did one about um, the, notebook. the Notebook, and I think they have a Titanic one in the pipeline. Yes. They're doing Overdrinkers. That's going to be really cool. Uh, Jack just got an article on the fly up there. And Robbie had one on the lobster. They're both... You, you can't see it. That's a chef's kiss. It's a chef's kiss. Trust Can you me. hear it? Can you hear it? It's there. It's All a right. lot of chef's kisses. It's five or four. That's five. Uh, anything else you want to plug before we... I think we're good. I think we're good. All right. Thank you for listening to another Hot Take. This is uh, Jack and Robbie signing off. Peace. Mike's hot. I'm hot. You're hot. hot. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. You're hot. Hey. Hot boys.